Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour, Clay and Buck kicks off right now. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, Lines are open, 800-282-2882. About to dive into a couple of different topics. Biden on student debt. Student loan relief, basically socializing the debts of certain people to buy votes. Also, the Trump VP sweepstakes continues. Uh, the cash cards, debit cards for illegals in New York City. Um, we'll dive into all that. Um, and uh, we just finished a, a discussion on Joe Biden's dog, which has bitten 24 times in the White House. 24 times German Shepherd. Oh, one of, uh, one of our listeners texted me and said, hey, you said your dog trainer is great. Our dog trainer's name is Tekla, and her website is universityofdog.com. She's phenomenal. You, phenomenal. You, I I bet that website gets knocked offline now. I, I'm just, it, she's I mean, not a, not a she's, bad Not a bad problem for her saying. to have necessarily, but I bet a lot of times with advertisers on this show, the first time they come on, we knock their website know, we, off. So I bet it, it, the universityofdog.com <laughs> is not usually, uh, Delu, whatever the website is. She's amazing. She out. does virtual, virtual training. We send her videos because we love, like Ginger, those of you who watch on the stream, clayandbuck.com, go sign up for it. Um, uh, you will see occasionally I'm bending down and dealing with something. It's usually because Ginger is pawing out my foot to play with her or something, but she's so much, uh, better with us leaving her than she used to be. She had terrible separation anxiety. Dogs have separation anxiety from their owners, like baby, like a baby that's left alone. And, uh, Tecla got us to get that totally under control with some ingenious training stuff. So it's universityofdog.com for her if you want to go uh, do that and just, Helping the dog owners out there. I, I'd, I'd never had a dog trainer before and now it's like I would never not have a dog trainer as somebody who has a dog. Um, all right. Now let's dive into, 
Um, the latest here with you, you, you want to do VP or student loan debt first, Clay? Well, student, do do? well the student loan VP thing is, is just yes. Yeah. Let's okay. Do let's, do, let's do VP. So, so Trump was, uh, he was talking to Laura Ingram about this and, uh, he brought up the V or she brought up the VP issue. And, and here's, here's what he said. Here's how he's thinking at least about this play 15. What qualities are you looking for? in your vice presidential pick? Well, always the first quality has to be somebody that you think will be a good president, because if something should happen, you have to have somebody that's going to be a great president. A lot of people are talking about that gentleman right over there. (laughs) He's been so great. He's been such a great advocate. I I have to say, I don't, this is in a very positive way, Tim Scott, he has been much better for me than he was for himself. I watched his campaign. And he doesn't like talking about himself, but boy, does he talk about Trump. And I said, you know, I called him. I said, Tim, you're better for me than you were for yourself. But he's fantastic, and he's a fantastic person. Uh, so no, I want somebody that can Someone be, who can step into the role. Most importantly, you have to view that. Somebody who could step into the role. At some level, Clay, I think you could argue this is a lesson that the Democrats learned. You can't think of the vice president as just an, a kind of adjunct for the optics to the president, right? Oh, look, we've got a vice president who's a woman and a minority, and therefore it's, it more completes yeah. the ticket for Democrat. It has to be, if something happens, this person can step in and do it. So that's what he's saying, which is really the pro- – that has always been, I mean, from the beginning, the mission of the VP. You saw the list. There were some names on there that were mentioned, and Trump said, yes, they're all under consideration. There's some names that weren't on there. In your mind, is there a favorite right now? Is there somebody that you're just saying, I think, are you, are you putting your money on? Who would it so be? So if, if I were betting right now, my analysis is this. I think Trump is going to want someone who is unlikely to steal his shine in any way. So to me, Vivek Ramaswamy, for instance, would be unlikely because I think Vivek would steal some shine. Um, I don't think that Trump is going to go out and get who I think would be the most qualified person, Ron DeSantis. There's also complicating factors associated with uh, the, uh, the 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 Florida issue. Whether did, did you see what Ron said? It. Yes. R- yeah, yeah. Ron said yesterday, "Nah, no thanks. I don't want that job." So we told you all along, no chance. Ron was never running to VVP. He will absolutely not take a VP job. So I think Trump's going to pick a woman. Um, and that's not to say when I just said somebody who's not going to steal the shine that there aren't women who would steal the shine. I, I think there are. Um, I think it will be one. If I were betting right now, I think Christy Noam is the most likely pick. If I were betting right now, I would put my money on Christy Noam. Here's a couple of names that to me, Buck, would be potential plays for Trump that I think would do well. Um, I haven't heard hardly anybody talk about this. I think Katie Britt, senator from Alabama, she is, I believe, like 42 years old, young. I think she has three kids. Somebody can correct me on the bio if I'm wrong. Uh, I think she is a under-the-radar stud potential addition that would help Trump with women. I'm just going to say this. I mean, we all we all know this. This isn't a knock on Trump. This isn't a criticism, but it's just we know the guy, right? He likes that she's pretty. He, he's going to want a yeah. pretty woman. Yeah. You know? 
and Christy and so, Noam and Katie Britt both. I mean, look, there's a cosmetic element to all politics. I think he would like both of them. Uh, Marsha Blackburn. I, we have her on the show a lot. I love Marsha Blackburn. She's my senator, one of the two. I like Bill Haggerty too. Both of them are doing, I think, very good Elegant Southern job. lady. I think she would, she would also be I think, very uh, comfortable a, a, in that. A role. grandma. She, now she's running for re-election here in Tennessee. She's going to win by 20 points or so, Buck, uh, for her second term. But I think that she would do really well. I think Sarah Huckabee Sanders is in that mix as a mom. Uh, I would, those are the four names that I would say off the top. Like, and I know there's been some talk, for instance, about Elise Stefanik, who, who held Harvard and, uh, and, and, uh, what was it? MIT and also, uh, what, what's that? Penn held all of those presidents accountable. I think she is more of a attack dog that could take some of the shine off of Trump. The four women that I named, I think would be in the mix. I think Tim Scott, who he gave a shout out to, is, uh, is also in the mix. And look, I, I think he's going to pick a woman. And we haven't talked about this a lot, but the New York Times had a front page story about what Trump's policy on abortion is going to be. I think he's going to roll that out soon. I've mentioned Nikki Haley before. I think things have gotten so contentious between them. I think if Nikki Haley had gone to Trump after New Hampshire and she had said, hey, you're going to be the nominee, I'm ready to endorse you, I think she might have been at the top of the list. I think that she's misplayed and mishandled this, frankly. Um, I, I, I don't know who's advising her, but I think they've done a poor job, Buck. Those are my names. Who would you I, I, say, if he came to you, should be on the list? I, I actually said this yesterday, and, and the more I think about it, the more I believe I think that she's looking for a future in corporate America, and so whatever the huge money donors want her to do, she'll do right now, which means staying in the race, because she has no chance of winning it. We all know it. What's the point at this phase? Ron DeSantis, to his credit, went to Iowa. Didn't happen. He's like, all right, the yep. people have spoken. I'm out. It's the right call. It's the right it call. It was the right call. Um, and, uh, you know, the Nikki Haley thing, I don't think she's helping her long-term political brand, but I think she might be helping her earning power. Um for me, dude, I, I, I don't know why. I just still think it's going to be J.D. Vance. You know? I like J.D. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, when I say I don't know why, I, there's a lot of reasons why, but I, that's just my, my gut instinct on this. I heard that as a rumor coming out of some, uh, folks with ears inside Mar-a-Lago a while ago. Last summer, actually. First time that I heard it and that it was under consideration from someone who maybe heard it from a guy who probably knows. Um, and uh, to me, that would, that would make a, a lot of sense, especially if you want somebody who's clearly going to learn in the role and be more prepared for a top leadership role in the GOP going forward. Right. So I, I don't think it, you know, I, I think that with, with JD Vance, you'd have somebody who after four years of being vice president, after being a senator for a while, and also, you know, best-selling author, Hillbilly Elegy, I'm sure many of you have read it. Um, it would seem to me like, there's a the the passing of the baton would be obvious and therefore there'd be no overshadowing of Trump or attempt to overshadow Trump because everyone's very clear. Whereas if you bring somebody who's a little bit older and has more national level ambitions, I mean, if you were to even have brought in a Nikki Haley, let's say earlier on, which that's not going to happen now, I think um, that, you know, there's egos in, at play here. Do you know what I mean? Like clearly yeah. if he picks JD, JD knows that he's in the on deck circle. He's he's not yeah. at bat. No, I think that I think that's important. And and you can look at some of the selections in the past, right? Let's just run through. 
Bill Clinton picked Al Gore, and everybody said, okay, Al Gore's in the on-deck circle. He's next man up. Uh, George W. Bush picked Dick Cheney, and everybody said, okay, this guy's never running for president himself. He's an older guy. He's well, more of a steadfast advisor. They also said Dick Cheney was running the presidency, though. Remember? Correct. It was, oh, Dick Cheney yeah. was the stealth president, was the whole claim of the left for eight years. And from what I understand, it wasn't that untrue. Yeah, well... And uh that's why I don't have a lot of, uh frankly, love for Liz Cheney because she's ripping Trump now. And my position would be your dad made probably the most disastrous leadership decision of the 21st century when he decided to convince George W. Bush that we had to invade Iraq, spend trillions of dollars, get virtually no benefit, lose thousands of lives, and now you're going to lecture me about threats to democracy? I'm sorry. I think your daddy is the worst uh, of the leaders in terms of real big decisions that were made uh, by almost anyone in the 21st century. So don't lecture me on Trump being an existential threat to the government when your daddy, Liz, actually made, I think, the worst decisions of the 21st century, cost us thousands of young lives and trillions of dollars that we're never going to get back. So I'm still fired up about that, by the way. So I'm not a big Dick Cheney or Liz Cheney fan over that. Um, but... He was an older guy who was not going to be a candidate. I think Barack Obama picked Joe Biden, thinking that Biden had basically aged his way out. I think Biden's, I mean, I think Obama's as stunned as anybody that Joe Biden's in. By the way, these are the favorites. So I think that's a really good point, Buck. Is Trump looking for somebody who is going to be a stabilizing force inside the government, but may not have the ambition to be the next president? Or is he trying to be... Uh, basically giving the, 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 the deputization of this is next man up. Uh, Christy Noam is the favorite right now in gambling markets. Tim Scott, you can gamble on who the vice president's gonna be. Tim Scott in second place, Vivek in third place, Elise Stefanik in fourth place, Byron Donalds in fifth place, Nikki Haley in, uh, sixth place, Buck. That would be, uh, the predicted markets right now, uh, in real time who they think that Trump is going to select as his VP, uh, which will be, uh, I think, probably the most interesting of the decisions. I also, I haven't heard Trump, maybe you have, Buck, I haven't heard a time frame yet of when his plan would be to announce a candidate. Obviously, we're going to be up in Milwaukee in July. I would think it would happen sometime around Memorial Day. Early June would be my guess. Uh, that obviously is going to be a big attention grabber. All right. I, I agree. I think that Trump is going to play it for maximum media benefit as well as the uh, effect that it may have on on the ticket. Although in general, I think that vice presidents don't don't really do all that much. But to be fair, in an election that I think is going to be so razor thin, if you're talking about something that's going to be as close as what 2024 is likely to be, every little bit can make the difference. Right. Every good decision or not can be the determining factor between whether or not you have a Trump presidency or Biden slash, yeah, yeah, I know. You all think that someone else is going to be in for Biden. Whatever it may be, though, uh, same rules apply. Are you a jump out of bed in the morning type? I'm not. I wish I were. Carrie is. She gets up every morning super early. But our friends at Chalk make mornings manageable with the supplements that they've got. Their male and female vitality stacks are formulated with natural ingredients to give men and women energy and stamina. For guys, the male vitality sack replenishes testosterone, something that diminishes as we age. And for the ladies, it's 
all about balancing those hormones. Chalk also has a product I personally love called Chad Mode. I took it today. It's a powder supplement. You mix in with water or juice before working out, or even if you just have a super busy day, want to get a lot done around the house, get a lot of cleaning done, a lot of admin done, just go for a long walk and have a lot of energy. Chad Mode is awesome. You can learn more about the ingredients, which are all clean, good ingredients. You can read them. You'll know what they are at chalk.com. That's C-H-O-Q.com. Through the end of this month, Chalk is offering a massive discount on any subscription for life exclusive to you. Visit chalk.com. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for that big-time discount. That's C-H-O-Q.com, and use that promo code, Buck. Truth-seeking. Reality-telling. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back in. Apologies to the University of Dog website, which is <laughs> soon. As soon as Buck mentioned it, I was like, that website is going to crash. I think they were down for a little while. I think I just... 
I, I've been through this a few times, and whoever the tech guy at the University of Dog is, um, and apologies to him, you know, they I, just suddenly have an all-hands-on-deck moment, and they never anticipate that they're just going to get flooded by people. And I've been through this because we built, um, over the years, a bunch of different websites. And, Buck, I can't tell you how insanely frustrated I used to get whenever OutKick would get knocked offline. Uh, I, you know, I found it OutKick back in 2011 and we have just been through so many different, uh, bugs and, and issues, uh, you know, behind the front page with what knocks a website offline and how long does it stay offline. And, and look, every time a website gets knocked offline, it costs you money because you're sitting there thinking, Man, that's however X number of people that would otherwise be going to the website. Now, Fox has bought OutKick. I don't know. We have 10 million readers a month, whatever the heck the number is now. Massive crowds rolling in all the time. We've got the ability to handle it. Foxnews.com is never, to my knowledge, getting knocked offline. Although we should mention, Buck, was your phone working? So anyway, the website is back up. People are able to get their dog content there. Um, did you get knocked off on this uh, cell phone issue? Something wacky going on there. I worry about whether this is some sort of, I always do, some sort of uh, foreign government test to try to knock uh, the communication systems down. A lot of people out there listening to us right now have had cell phone-related issues. If you had AT&T, it turned into a monster issue this morning. Yeah, I I, I had a little bit of a uh, little bit of static. A, a lot of people did, um, and I know we all start thinking about what could this be. Because we don't know, and then we recognize that the enemy is probing us. No, normally it's it's uh, on cyber issues. It would be China or communications, telecom issues would be China. Interesting. There was an article today in the New York Times front page about the outsourcing of high level hacking to private entities inside of China by the Chinese government. In, in essence, it's a little bit like privateers back in the age of uh, wooden sail. When a government would say, hey, look, you can go pillage the Spanish shipping, but, you know, we're not sending our Navy ships to do it, per se. They're doing that, but with hacking now, where they're where they're effectively paying private entities to do it. So that, that part of it is concerning. And then just also what happens to our very modern society now, our very technologically entrenched society, and what happens if the Internet goes down? And think about that, right? I mean, yeah. we, we we assume that couldn't happen. Well, if cell phones could go down for millions of people, why do we think the internet couldn't necessarily have some kind of problem? Yeah, and it always is interesting. Remember, for those history nerds out there, when the library at Alexandria burned down, a huge portion of American knowledge, I'm sorry, world knowledge, vanished in the process. We never got some of those books back. I worry about what could happen to your point on the internet or uh, with cell phones. And right now, if you want to save a thousand dollars over the course of a year, you can get hooked up with Pure Talk. They have the same values as you. It's a good segue. They'll take care of you with an American-based customer service plan, and their plan started just thirty-five bucks a month. Unlimited talk, text, fifteen gigs of data, mobile hotspot too. Lots of talk about at what age should your kid get their first cell phone. Everybody can make different decisions in the Travis household, 14 years old. So my oldest son has got his own cell phone. He's 16 now. Middle son is is eagerly counting down the days till he can be 14 and get his own phone. We're going to go with Pure Talk. Uh, they can save you and your family up to $1,000 a year. I trust them with my family. You can trust them with yours as well. Here's how you switch. Dial pound 250. Say the keywords Clay and Buck. 
free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone, and you can save a bundle. That's pound 250. Say Clay and Buck. Switch to Pure Talk today. Welcome back in here to Clay and Buck and Carol now. Carol Markowitz with us. She has the Carol Markowitz Show, which you want to listen to it. I highly recommend you do. It's uh, great. Lots of folks really enjoying it. It's on the Clay and Buck Podcast Network, so just subscribe to Clay and Buck Podcast, Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. Carol Markowitz Show will be in that feed for your listening enjoyment. Carol is with us now. Good to talk to you, Carol. How are you doing? Hi, guys. How's it going? Good, good. So, so tell us, you, like me, are a fellow New York City refugee, and New York City has been turned into an actual refugee camp, <laughs> and part of that is the giving of cash cards to these refugees. Notice how they won't use that term, but if they're seeking asylum, they are, in fact, refugees. Why won't they just say that? Um, they've come up with this new vague sort of catch-all migrant term. Anyway, um, but if they're giving money to the refugees, how much, what are the rules, how much will it cost, and why should we think it'll stop at what the numbers are right now? Right. So the story broke that the New York City mayor had come up with this plan to give $1,000 a month to 500 migrants who are living at the Roosevelt Hotel. It's going to be a pilot program, and it's going to start with just those people. And the idea that, that he said was that they were wasting a lot of food, the migrants weren't eating the food that was provided to them for free, um, and so this was a better way. This was a way to have them buy their own food and deal with their food themselves. Okay, as soon as I heard about this, I thought, this is a terrible idea that's just it's so wrong. You know, you do the calculations, $12,000 a year times 500 migrants, that's, you know, $6 million. And that's an insane amount of money, right? Any New Yorker could easily use 12, an extra 12000 a year. We have homeless people. We have uh, vets. We have single mothers. All of them can use $12,000. But the thing is, we find out today in Nicole Jolinas' column in the New York Post, you know, the best newspaper out there, that, that we wish it was six million buck. It, it, it's nowhere near six million. It's going to be a fifty-three million dollar no bid contract to some dude you've never heard of at some bank you've never heard of to print these debit cards for the migrants. And the total should be again six million, but because they're obviously going to be taking a cut, it's a fifty-three million dollar contract. And the mayor gave it to this man because he met him on the campaign trail and he liked him allegedly. Well, hey, that's good for that guy, I guess, if you meet him on the campaign trail. I'd like to meet people. Give me $53 million out on the campaign trail. Uh Carol, I wanted to get your read. And, again, I encourage everybody to go check out the Carol Markowitz podcast as part of the Clay and Buck uh, podcast network. Story came out from Siena. Uh, we've had this conversation with you. You're from New York originally, relocated to Florida like Buck. Um, Jewish voters in the state of New York, 53 to 44 that Siena poll said that they were supporting Trump over Biden. Now, as Buck has pointed out and we talked about, there are a lot of orthodox New York Jews yeah. who tend to be more conservative. Maybe that's mm-hmm. not representative of the Jewish population nationwide. But when you saw that in the wake of October 7th, you know, they've tried to say Trump is Hitler, Trump is a Nazi for seven years, eight years now. Right. Are you feeling Jewish voters moving? Do you think that's representative of maybe the Jewish electorate being up for grabs in a way in 2024 that they never have been before? Absolutely. I think the Jewish electorate has been moving rightward for a while. It's I've written about it in the past. Trump got, I think, 35% of the Jewish vote. Ron DeSantis got 40% of the Jewish vote in his run in Florida. 
it really depends where. Um, but I, when I saw that, those numbers, obviously I'm taking it with a grain of salt. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't feel like the campaign has begun yet where the Democrats are going to come after Donald Trump with everything they have. He's going to be an you know, insurrectionist who wants to destroy our democracy, and he's going to be painted as an anti-Semite and all of these things. So we'll see where these numbers really end up. But I think Jews have been moving rightward for a while. Um, of course, it's the Orthodox that are leading the way on this. It's, it's the same as in non-Jewish population. If you if you go to church, you're more likely to vote Republican. If you vote, if you go to synagogue, you're more likely to vote Republican. So what's really happening are, is the secular Jews, who would be the Democrats, the Woody Allen Jews that you kind of think of when you think of a New York Jew, are really breeding themselves out of existence. They don't, they're not having as many children. They're not having as many Jewish children. There's this joke, you know, what's the difference between a secular Jew and Donald Trump? He has Jewish grandchildren. <laughs> that is a great that is a great joke. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> so that's where we are and I think that we're going to see a shift. I hope it's that big, but I, you know, I'm 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 counting on small moves for now and and hoping it trends in the right direction. You think that some of the issues Carol uh around around parents and parenting stuff and we're we're, we're running the whole we're running the whole cycle here. We got Carol on New York City <laughs> on the Jewish yeah. vote and now on mom stuff. Um <laughs> So, uh, you know, because it seemed like such a big issue, you know, uh, we, we, um, still see, uh, uh, Haya from Libs of TikTok yeah. doing what she does and showing the indoctrination programs ongoing. I feel like it, it, it has the left, they haven't stopped this stuff, but are they less aggressively in our faces about what they want to, how they want to indoctrinate kids, you know, cause it feels like we're not talking about it very much. And to me, the electorate, that's a 60-40, maybe 70-30, maybe even higher issue on a lot of this stuff. For, for a lot of it, it is. But I have to say that Republicans just don't fight back in the same way. So, for example, the porn in school libraries conversation, that should be a complete win for Republicans, has, has started to pull badly for us, for the, for the voices of sanity who don't want pornography in their children's school library. That's no longer a winning issue somehow because they've painted us as book burners and, oh, you know, if you don't want pornographic images and you want to get rid of, you know, classics. And obviously it's all ridiculous, but there's no real fight back. And a lot of, you know, a lot of the groups are fighting back, but I think that the party does not do a good job of mounting the attacks back. Um, I, I also, there was a story in Free Press today about a Brooklyn public school in my old neighborhood of Park Slope that the parents, they had a snow day and the parents found out that they were giving out coloring books, BLM coloring books to their kids. And they only found out because it was a snow day and the kids were home and they had the coloring books with them. So this is still being pushed in all of our schools. We just don't always know about it. The insidiousness is really a large part of it. I, I wrote about this in my book, Stolen Youth. It's, they, they know that most parents will not want their kids indoctrinated. Even the far left ones won't want it coming from the school necessarily. And so they do it really quietly, really secretly, and parents need to stay on top of what their kids are getting in school. Otherwise, they're going to be definitely susceptible to getting BLM coloring books. They better be careful with what those kids color the people in the BLM coloring books, because God forbid you uh, misgender or mis uh, miscolor right. a uh, an individual in the BLM coloring book. Um, Carol, uh, yeah, yeah, we we're talking. Buck and I have been a lot, and we took some calls on this. Um, if you look at the data, men are overwhelmingly voting. If assuming it's Trump v. Biden for Trump, right. men, if only male voters were involved, Trump would win. And and I, I'm not even kidding about this. Argue, arguably, Trump would win all 50 states. If only women voted, 
Biden might win 50 states. I mean, this right. we're talking about one of the biggest gender divides that we've ever seen. So, right. Carol, when you look at this, mm-hmm. does who Trump picks his VP matter if it's a woman? How can Trump cut into what is going to be a huge advantage for Biden in your mind when it comes to female voters? It's just it's so tough because, like I said, the the campaign against him has not truly begun yet. And I think when it does, we're going to see some you know serious attacks on him. Um, I think the abortion thing is going to be big for these suburban you know women voters. But I think a lot of the the comments that he's made over the years, all of that's going to be playing in our faces over and over again. In theory, a female vice presidential pick should maybe help, but I don't see it necessarily being the case here because these liberal women are very good at compartmentalizing conservative women into being not really women, not really the kind of women that we want. So I don't think a Christy Nome or Elise Stefanik or whatever, I don't think any any of these kind of left-leaning suburban women are going to look at them and say, oh, you know, I, that she, he picked a woman, therefore I'm going to vote for him. I, I, I wonder if he picks Nikki Haley if he picks up more kind of Republican-leaning women who would maybe go out for him if he had a woman as his VP. I'm not so sure. I don't know. I think he should pick the candidate that he thinks would be best to take over should anything happen. Um, I think that's what we should be doing in all facets of our lives. Perhaps we shouldn't be doing, you know, this demographic thing that we keep doing. Uh, we end up with, you know, the Kamala Harris's of the world as our VP Perhaps we should choose based on merit. I know that's a that's not crazy. Really this idea. is, I, I, right this now, is a lot of wisdom, and and I I love all of it, by the way, because first of all, I totally agree with you. I don't think that we, we conservative. So there's a problem that you've identified. I keep talking about here on the show, and it is that conservatives don't get credit for DEI. It doesn't matter. If you have a black mm-hmm. vice president, exactly. you're not going to win more black votes. If you have a female vice president, you're not going to win more. We we keep yeah. doing this. And it's a little weird because on the one hand, conservatives say it's about the person, not the color of their skin, not their gender, not any of those things. But then we play that game too sometimes because we think somewhat cynically, oh, well, we can benefit from it as well. Mm-hmm. And we don't. And we kind of right. undersell our own principle with that, right? It's like if there's a, a, you know, a black female vice president who's the best Republican for the job, it shouldn't be because of the fact that she's a black female. It should be because right. we think she's the best. So it doesn't matter, right? But I think we get away from that far too easily. Absolutely. And look, you know, Republicans have picked up more Hispanic voters in the last few years. They picked up, again, more Jewish voters. They picked up more Asian voters. And they haven't had a Hispanic presidential candidate or an Asian presidential candidate or whatever. It, it hasn't mattered. They've, they've earned these votes in other ways, not saying, like, look, I'm going to pick a, a diversity hire and, look, this, this person, you know, looks like you, therefore you should vote for them. That's just not how it works. Carol, on the way out, I think I made fun of your Dallas Cowboys last time, and uh, afterwards yeah, you said your son wanted to fire back at me. So on the biggest radio show in the country, I will give you an opportunity to allow your son to take shots at my favorite teams. Uh, so well, fire away. Yeah, so my 8-year-old, I said, you know, Clay Travis made fun of uh, the Cowboys not being at the Super Bowl, and he said, who's his team? And I said, I think it's the Titans. And he said, a Titans fan is making fun of us? <laughs> Which, you know, it's a good response. I mean, your eight year old, I mean, he dunked on me. He dunked on me. So I wanted to give you a chance. Congratulate your eight year old. I, I, you know, there was a study out recently, Carol, uh, that my friend Jacob Ullman at Fox Sports sent me that said that Tennessee Titans fans drink more than any other (laughs) NFL fan base. And I said, you know what? I can see it. Uh, I'm guilty as charged. We lose a lot. 
Subscribe to the Carol Markowitz podcast by subscribing to the Click Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast, and then go listen to Carol on demand. Carol, great to have you here. Thanks, guys. Thank you. She's always good, uh, Buck. I'm not kidding. Uh, the Tennessee Titans fan base was ranked as the biggest drinking fan base in the entirety of the NFL. And I looked at this list my uh, my buddy Jacob Ullman sent to me. Um, he's been at Fox Sports for a long time. And I said, you know what? This makes a decent amount of sense. It's the Titans, it's the Steelers, the Colts, the Falcons, and the Saints are the biggest drinking fan bases in America. Now, um, there are a lot of Southerners on that list, so uh, and, and Pittsburgh people. Uh, it doesn't really surprise you, but maybe you're tired of losing. If you're tired of losing, have I got the app for you, Prize Picks? Uh, you can pull it out right now. Open up the App Store. Get Prize Picks, download it, and you can also just go to PrizePicks.com. Their website will, unlike the dog website that we sent you to earlier that immediately collapsed, their website can handle the traffic. And guess what? They'll give you a hundred bucks. You put in a hundred dollars, they'll give you a hundred dollars. I don't know that we've ever said, "Hey, go do something." They'll pay you to do it. That's what they're doing right now at Prize Picks. Quick withdrawals, huge selection of player sports stat types. They are the number one daily fantasy sports app for a reason. No matter whether you're into basketball, hockey, tennis, soccer, golf, even eSports. And guess what? You can play it in California. You can play it in Texas. You can play it in Georgia, places that you otherwise aren't able to make picks. It's awesome, and they'll give you a 100 bucks if you go download it right now. Use my name, Clay, as the promo code. Again, first deposit match up to $100. You put in $100. They'll give you $100. How many places can you immediately double your money and have fun in the process? Get hooked up now. Go to prizepicks.com. My name, Clay, prizepicks.com slash Clay, or put in my name, Clay, and you get up to a 100 bucks. prizepicks.com. My name, Clay. Go to get there. Sign up today. You don't know what you don't know, right? But you could on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection 
more or less every time you play you pick two to six players and make that one decision you can win up to a hundred times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks more player action on prize picks now than ever and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Uh, Buck, I wanted to hit you with this, by the way. Carol Markowitz, always fabulous. Uh, encourage you to make sure you're not missing any of her stuff. And again, go subscribe to the Clay and Buck podcast feed. You'll get Carol Markowitz, you'll get us, and you'll get Tudor Dixon. Um, Bill Malugin shared this a couple of hours ago. Uh, he said, uh, I'm reading from his tweet. By the way, he does fabulous work on the border for Fox News, if you're not familiar with him. Uh, internal data we've obtained. These are the numbers. Top 10 countries crossing into San Diego. You know, Buck, how we talked about, guess what? When they put razor wire up and Texas started saying, hey, you're not allowed to cross into the border, it's, uh, it's interesting how they will adjust in real time. Now there are a lot more people crossing in Arizona and down in the California area. Um, top 10 countries crossing into the San Diego sector uh, since the fiscal year began in October. Fuck, this is crazy. 28,000 people from Colombia. 21,000 people from China. Mexico, 18,000. Brazil, 8,700. Ecuador, 7,700. Turkey, 6,100. India, 5,000. I mean, this is, this is, this is crazy really, numbers, Buck. This is really important. And I'm glad you're putting these numbers out there. And Bill Malugin, is it, doesn't it also show you so much? It's a little bit like what you have had in conservative sports, where if it was market driven, not ideologically driven, yes. there'd be more people who are willing to compete, but because they're ideologically communist. No one competes with us and no one competes with Bill. You're right. Exactly. I mean, there should be people at every major network down at the border constantly. Bill Malusian has the space to himself because it's not about journalism. It's not even about content that gets clicks and attention as this is a huge issue. Everyone agrees immigration is like the biggest policy issue in the country. It's ideological. They won't cover it. Um, sort of like the anti, uh, or the, uh, you know, sports communists who won't live in reality. Anyway, 
um, what you see though with those numbers is it is an open border because for someone to come from China to yes. the U.S. Mexico border, it means that they are basically certain they're going to get in and be able to stay in. No one's going to take that risk if they think that they're not going to be let in. So the market is speaking. When people say it's not an open border, really? Tell that to the people who are showing up from the other side of the world and coming Correct. into the country illegally. It is an and, open border. And and this is also so important, Buck, about the, the, the intent of what the people entering the country are doing. You can still say, I think, hey, people crossing over from Mexico, they might be coming here seasonally. Their families may still be in Mexico. They may be here six months. They may cross the border. They may go back and forth. There may be a transit component to it. Colombia, China, uh, Brazil, Ecuador, Turkey, Guinea. I don't even, 5,000 people from Guinea, 5,000 people from India. These people, Buck, can never go back home. They're not turning around and walking back, uh, to India. They're not turning around and walking back to China. They're flying here. These yes. are people with a lot of money and paying coyotes for the cartels thousands of dollars to let them transit. These people are spending 10 or 15 grand. They might be spending every dollar they have to come to the country from the other side of the world. This isn't an open border. What is an open border? They're never leaving. And the intent is once they get here that they're never going to be forced out. We'll talk about that and more next hour, Thursday edition. Thanks for hanging with us. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org.